Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, Tailblazers. It's me, Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales. Before we move on to our brand new fairy tale, I want to personally invite you to our next live reading of Little Lena by Kimberly Bellflower on Sunday, July 21st in Brooklyn, New York. To RSVP, head to girltalespodcast.com slash events, or head to the link in our show notes. Also, a special shout out to Lila, who joined Team Rapunzel on the Girl Tales Patreon. If you'd like to hear your name on our next episode, go to patreon.com slash girltales and join today. That's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash girltales. Today's fairy tale is written by Allie Wilkinson, the creator of another amazing kids podcast called Cool Facts About Animals. I'd tell you about it, but they created this awesome trailer to do just that. Take a listen. What animal has nine brains? And what species do the males give birth? The biggest animal that has ever lived is still alive today. This animal is immune to cancer. This animal only poops every 10 days. What is it? Did you know you could squish the deadliest animals on Earth? And maybe you already have. Find out what animals we're talking about and learn a lot more about animals on Cool Facts About Animals, a podcast by kids and for kids. If you want to hear more from Cool Facts About Animals, search for it wherever you get your podcasts. And now, here's Rumpelstiltskin and Lulu's Search for Gold by Allie Wilkinson. Mm-hmm. 
Lulu, I'm heading out. I won't be back until late. Don't stay up all night drawing, you hear? And don't wait up either. I never wait up for you on poker night. I don't get back that late. Dad, with the things you say about me, it's a wonder you get back before dawn. Please, promise me you won't go on and on about how wonderful I am this time. It's so embarrassing. Lulu, I can't help but go on and on about you. You are practically perfect in every way. Ugh, Dad, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Jessica told me that last time you had poker night, you went on and on to her dad and the other dads about my report card. My report card. I mean, seriously, Dad? So lame. How would Jessica know what I said anyway? Does it matter? It's even worse that she's the judge's daughter because everyone believes what she says, even though her dad seriously gives me the creeps. He's not so bad. He's just lonely since Jessica's mom died. Anyway... Enough small talk, my practically perfect daughter. I'm off to win some big bucks off the town jail. And Dad, seriously, please, do not brag about me. Don't wait up. (sighs) Well, she's the most beautiful girl in town, so of course it was a shoo-in that Jessica would be a finalist for the beauty pageant. I mean, how could she not be? She doesn't even need to try, my daughter. She's just so blessed. I'm so blessed. Talent, looks. Anyway, I've been going on for how long now? Oh, quite some time, I'd say. How's that sweet little daughter of yours doing, John? Oh, she's doing so amazingly well, too, Judge. Just amazing. Please, John, call me Isaac. What's she up to now? Still acing those report cards? Oh, yes, Judge. Um, Isaac. But especially in art. Uh, She can draw like you would not believe. I mean, literally, it's unbelievable. Do you know the other day she drew a dress that was so realistic, so stunning, that it actually, literally came to life? You know, that's a real pet peeve of mine. When people say literally like that, do you know what literally means? Yes, Judge, I do. And I mean it. It literally came to life. She drew this gorgeous velvet thing with rubies and diamonds and emeralds dripping off of it, and then there it was. I mean the detail on these drawings. It's just amazing. She's got quite a career in front of her, my Lulu. John, I don't think you understand what literally means. Are you saying there was a dress, an actual dress, that came to life from the paper that she drew? Is that what you're saying to me? Well... Yes, Judge. That's what I'm saying. She's that good. A dress. An actual dress. From paper. Yep. That's what I'm saying, all right. Yep. A dress. A real one. Has Jessica done that before, Isaac? Please, call me Judge. And rubies, you say? Yes, sir. Judge, sir. Rubies. Lots of them. You're telling me... But if I put you under oath, in my courtroom, you would say, under penalty of jail, that your daughter can draw things that come to life. Yes. I'll see you in court. Tomorrow. Let's see if what you say is really true.
jail, John Miller, until you can prove that your daughter can make her drawings come to life. Proof will be in the form of your daughter drawing a bag of gold and presenting it to me. If she can't, well, you'll rot in that jail cell. And your daughter will, too. What have I done? What have you done? I can't make drawings come to life. That's impossible. I know, I know. I, he just gets me so mad with how perfect that Jessica of his is. And I don't know what to do. Now I'm in so much trouble. Can you help me? You're in so much trouble? We're in so much trouble. How can I possibly help you? I'm about to be carted away to jail myself. And yes, I am an excellent drawer. But I can't actually make gold appear out of thin paper. How can I possibly help you? Please. Try. Sure, Dad. No problem. I'll just drop some bags of real gold. Try? Seriously? Sure, Dad. I'll try to draw some gold that actually comes to life. Piece of cake! I mean, hey, maybe I'll draw a piece of cake while I'm at it. Why not? A piece of used-to-be paper cake would hit the spot. <sighs> you, Lulu? Unfortunately. The judge said to give you these. Paper and pencils. These are gorgeous. Thank you. Oh, why do you sound so sad? And why are you getting pencils when this is uh, the sort of thing I normally have to take away from the folks in here? Oh, it's a long story. Short version, my dad said that I could literally draw bags of gold that come to life. And so I'm stuck in here until I do. Does your dad know what literally means? This is a disaster. Literally. I'm a really good drawer, but I can't turn paper into gold. I'm gonna rot in here, and my dad is going to rot in here. Uh, what do you like to draw? Dresses, trousers, blouses, anything fashion, really. Huh. Maybe I can help. Help me draw? Help with the, the gold. You've got a secret stash of gold hiding away somewhere? Well, uh, actually, yes. I didn't think... Wait. Yes? Yes, I do. Are you, like, a bank robber in your off time? Or BFFs with Harry Potter and Bilbo Baggins? Alas, I know no fictional characters in real life. Even pretending for a second you have this gold, you just let me have it? I'm an old man. I got nothing to spend it on. My only daughter, Annalise, has been studying echidnas in Australia for the past few years. And rarely thinks to check in on me. You look like a nice young lady who's gotten herself into a lot of trouble through no fault of her own. I'd be uh, happy to help. Kindles? Cool. I love my Kindle. But don't they make those in Seattle? No. Not the electronic device. The animal. The echidna. It's one of only two. Cool. Look. I know I shouldn't say I couldn't. But. Yes. I'll take the gold. That would be amazing, in fact. Magical, even. How could I ever repay you? Don't worry about it. We can figure that out later. Well, thank you. Thank you. 
Rise and shine, Ms. Miller. I hope you're enjoying your all-expense-paid trip, courtesy of your boasting father to a... What? What is that? Hmm? What is that? I'm sorry, I thought you wanted me to draw you a bag of gold that came to life. Literally. Did I misunderstand? I, uh... I... So... All good? Can I get out of here? Can you, um, check out my dad, too? Or whatever it is you do to the people you wrongly imprison? Now, uh, hold up there. I I don't know how you did this. But there is no way that you literally created a bag of gold out of paper. That would be magic. And magic just doesn't exist. So it's just not possible. Grammatically or otherwise. You're a judge, right? You like evidence? The evidence is right before your eyes. Let us out. Not so fast. One bag of gold could be a fluke. Do it again. Tonight. Two bags this time. If you can do this again, I will let you out. Otherwise, you and your father will never see the light of day again. First lying to a judge. Second, trying to make a fool out of me and somehow stealing a bag of gold to boot. You have your paper. You have your pencils. Tomorrow, you had better have two bags of gold, too. In the meantime, hand me that gold so I can, uh, get it, uh, tested. Seriously? This is insane. Now I'm in even more trouble. There's zero chance I'm going to be able to make gold appear. And there's no way that guard is going to just happen to have two bags of gold lying around ready to give me. Unless he happens to be some sort of magical troll in his off time. I mean, now that I think about it, it's pretty improbable he had one in the first place. I mean, who keeps around bags of gold? Hello, Ms. Miller. Oh, it's you. You frightened me. I didn't hear you coming. I'm uh, surprised you're still here. Uh, Didn't the judge see the gold? Oh, he did. But the greedy old man wants more. Two bags of gold, or my dad and I basically die in here. Uh, I was afraid of that. He's not a good man, that judge. And I see he had no problem taking away that first bag of gold with him. Yup. Well, thanks for trying. I really appreciate it. And I feel super bad that you lost a bag of gold and everything. For nothing. Uh, There's more where it came from. And money, that doesn't interest me. You are much more interesting. Oh, well, awkward. I don't want to make you uncomfortable, Ms. Miller. But if it's two bags of gold you need, two bags of gold you shall have. I do feel really uncomfortable about this. This is a lot of money, and I really don't know you. And where is this money coming from? Or... What you want in return. Don't worry about that for now. I'll get you the gold. Well, okay. Thanks. Really. Thank you. What choice do I have? All right, Judge. Here it is. 
two bags. Just like you extort, um, exact, uh, asked for. Now I've done exactly what you wanted. Let me and my dad out. I can't believe my eyes. This is absolutely miraculous. That gold you gave me yesterday. I had it tested. It's the real thing. And this looks like more of the same. Right. So, you've seen what I can do. My dad wasn't lying. There's no reason for us to be in here. Let us out. I want to let you out. I do. But I'm afraid I can't. Not yet. Judge, I've given you everything you asked for and more. Alas, it is beyond my control. The wheels of justice, they move slowly and all that. But I may be able to grease those wheels, my remarkable Lulu. Once more, three bags. That's it. If you are able to draw me three bags of gold, not only will you and your dad get out of here, but I will make you a very happy lady. A very happy lady? I don't know what that means. Since my wife died, I've been looking for a way to find happiness again. You're nearly a grown woman. You don't need to be under your father's roof any longer. And I can tell how angry you are with him. I'm going to go ahead and pretend that you aren't implying that we should, like, date or something. Because, um, weird. And also, gross. Look, can you please just let me out? And yes, my father is not on my top five list at the moment, but I'd like you to live up to your bargain and let him out too. Please. Now. Three bags, Lulu. Or you and your dad stay here forever. Now, if you don't mind, I'll just take me those bags of gold. This is extortion! You can't do this! Urgh! I wish I really could draw things that came to life. Then I'd draw a big hole in these bars and get out of here. And a dorky mustache and goatee on that judge's face. Miss Miller. Jeez! How do you keep sneaking up on me like that? It's like you just appear out of nowhere. I take it things didn't go as hoped. You could say that. And now you're three bags of gold poor. I'm still in jail, and the judge is still a terrible person. But now a terrible and super rich person. What does he want this time? Three bags of gold. I'll help. I can't. I will. But this time I want you to promise me something. I will get you three bags of gold. But in return, you need to do something for me. In one year's time, after you get out of here, you need to give me what you most desire in the world. Can you do that? What I most desire? Um, I guess so. Sounds kind of cryptic and creepy, though. Can you just tell me now what it is that you want? Alas, I cannot. That is my condition. Three bags of gold in exchange for your heart's greatest desire in one year's time. Well, this makes me really uncomfortable, but I don't think I have any choice. My dad so owes me. Three bags of gold. Incredible! Incredible! Lulu, you've given me everything I wanted. You and your dad are free to go. Finally. 
And now I will give you everything you want. Lulu, marry me. I'm sorry. I misheard. You are intelligent, smart, and apparently magical. I'd be a fool not to marry you. No, you would be a fool if you thought I would marry you. Can I remind you of a few things? There's that little thing about you wrongfully imprisoning me and my dad while you stole money from us. And I have a strange suspicion that if I married you, which to be clear, I will never marry you. I'd just be stuck in a room drawing bags of gold all day. No thanks. I'm going to go with a firm no on this one. So you're saying it's a maybe? Just let us out of here! One year after her wrongful incarceration, local artist Lulu is getting ready for her shot on Teen Fashion Designer. We'll have the full story coming up after this, but first, the weather. Lulu, this dress is absolutely the most gorgeous thing you've ever designed. That six-month intensive fashion class we funded from our lawsuit against the judge really paid off. I know, Dad. I love it so much. I don't want to pull a dad and start bragging about myself. But it is gorgeous, isn't it? I'm so proud of my portfolio. I worked really hard on it. I think I've got a real shot of getting a spot on teen fashion designer. But... There's only a week until audition, so I've got to get back to work. Is that your phone? Um, yeah. Do you mind getting it? I'm kind of in the zone. Hello? She's a bit tied up at the moment. Can I take a message? Um, okay. Can I say who's calling then? Uh, okay. Just hold on. Lulu, hon. It's for you. Won't leave a name. And says it's important. Something about it being a year? Being a year? Since... Oh no. I'll take it outside. Hello, Ms. Miller. Your year is up. And now I am coming to collect. Your future is bright, extraordinarily bright. You may not be able to literally bring what you draw to life, but the dresses you created are the next best thing. How... how do you know about my dresses? I saw you on the news last night. About how you were preparing to audition for that fashion reality show. Oh, right. Of course. And it reminded me. It was just this time last year that I helped you out of a tight space. Literally. Ha! <laughs> Literally. I get it. Listen, I can't tell you how much I appreciate what you did at the jail, and I've been trying to get in touch with you, but the jail said you left and your records had all been scrubbed for some reason. The judge had to give back all that gold when he lost that lawsuit we filed against him. So I can pay you back. Like I said last year, I'm not interested in gold. I'm more interested in you and what you can create. And the return of the gold is not what we agreed to. We agreed that you would give me what you most desire. Right. I know I said that. But what is it that you want? I want those dresses you made. 
I can't do that. If I give you those dresses, I'll never get onto teen fashion designer. I've been working non-stop for this since I left the jail. And with only a week until auditions, there's no way I'll have time to get a new set sewn in time. I held up my end of the bargain. It's your turn to hold up yours. Okay, okay, wait. How about this? You can have the dresses as soon as the show is over. They'll be much more valuable after everyone's seen me on TV and knows what I'm capable of. No. That was not the deal. The deal was one year. Please, there must be something else I can do. I see you're upset. And I hate to see you upset, Miss Miller. I really do. Tell you what. If you can guess my name by this time tomorrow, your debt will be forgiven. Your what? Your name? My name. I note you, uh, never thought to ask me what it was, even though I was such a great help to you. Even though I gave you a fortune in gold pieces. If you want to keep your dresses, guess my name. Man, I never thought about that. That was incredibly rude of me. I'm so sorry, but, um... Okay. Okay. Sure. Just give me until tomorrow morning. Let's meet tomorrow at 10 a.m. outside City Hall. We can talk then. My name. Or the dresses. Who was that, Lulu? Oh, Dad, I've made such a mess. (laughs) That was the guard at the jail, the one who gave those bags of gold to us? Oh, I wish I'd known. I would have thanked him. I know, but, Dad... What I didn't tell you is that after he gave me those last three bags of gold, he said that I could repay him in one year by giving him my greatest desire. Your greatest desire? Creepy. What does that even mean? Well, it means my shot on teen fashion designer to become the next Christian Siriano. And Dad, this is the worst part. What? He said that the only way I could get out of it was if I said his name. Well, just say his name then. I never asked him. He gave you six bags of gold and single-handedly got the two of us out of jail and you never even asked him his name? No, I didn't. I feel awful. How do we fix this? I have an idea. I remember when we first met, he said he had a daughter. But Dad, I was so distracted. It will take, like, a miracle to remember what he said. Louise, we can figure this out. Together this time. Think back. Maybe you can't remember her name, but do you remember anything else about her? I know she had a fancy name. And I remember she lived far away. I can't believe how ungrateful I was. I was barely listening, Dad. I was so wrapped up in my own problems. Understandably. Lulu, this isn't your fault. This is my fault. You know what I was thinking today? How your mom would have handled all this so differently if she were still alive. We tried so hard to have you. And when we finally got pregnant, we were so happy. We dreamed of all the things that you might be one day, but we never could have dreamed we would end up with someone as talented and wonderful as you. Dad, you're going to make me cry. Which is both going to make my eyes all red and not help me remember anything about the guard's daughter. Right. Sorry. Okay. So... Fancy name. Far away. Oh, wait. I remember something. 
It's animals. She's studying an animal that sounds like an iPhone. I'm sorry? Because I mixed it up. I thought he said iPhone, but it was an animal instead. I... 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 Forget. Are you sure it was an iPhone, not another device? Wait, you're right. Kendall. It was a Kendall. King Cobra? A kangaroo? No, no. It was one of only two of something. What do you mean, only two? I swear that's what he said. Only two. Only two. Only... Oh, I know. I remember from when your mom and I went to Australia. Echidna. They're one of the only two egg-laying mammals. Platypus is the other. I never would have known that if it weren't for your mother. Yes! Dad, you're a genius! And Mom, mwah! Thank you. That was totally it. Now we have the animal, and so that must mean it was Australia where she was studying them. Okay, so how does that help us? I'm going to track her down. I'm Googling Echidna Australia scientist. Okay, what are you seeing? Boy. 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 Ugh. Why are there so many boy scientists? Boy. Boy. Hang on. Did you find something? I think so. I remember she had a pretty fancy name. And check this out. Annalise Stiltskin. Does that ring a bell? I think so. I think this is her. And her father? Can you see her father's name? Yup. Good morning, Miss Miller. Good morning. I'm going to guess your name. But first, I owe you an apology. An apology? It was really rude of me to take so little interest in you. And you were being so overwhelmingly generous and helpful to me. I should have asked what your name was. It was wrong not to. Thank you, Miss Miller. I, uh, I appreciate that. You can call me Lulu. Can I call you Rumple? Rumpel Stiltskin? That is your name, right? How did you figure it out? I had my record scrubbed clean when I left the jail. I didn't want the judge to try to retaliate against me when he was released from jail. I googled it. I remember you said you had a daughter, Annalise, and that she studied echidnas in Australia. I googled her and found an article that she wrote that was dedicated to you. She wrote how much you meant to her and how your support has helped her so much, even though she is so far away. She wrote that? She never told me. She did. She said something else, too. She said that she learned from you the importance of following her dreams. She said that you never did, and so she was doing it for you. What happened? Lulu. The reason I wanted to help you so much is because you reminded me of my daughter, but uh, also because you reminded me of me. When I was your age... I loved fashion. I loved designing. But everyone at school laughed at me. They said that real men didn't design clothes and sew. I shouldn't have listened to them. But I did. Not a day goes by that I don't regret it. Rumple, I have an idea. Whether teen fashion designer works out or not, I'm not giving up on my dream. And it's not too late to stop giving up on yours. I know my company is going to be big. 
Would you like to join me in setting up my fashion business? I... I would. I very much would. I have just one question. What? What will we call it? That was Rumpelstiltskin and Lulu's Search for Gold by Allie Wilkinson, starring Chris Fain, Jessica Giannone, Khalil Garcia, and Dennis Pacheco. Produced by Chad Shanai. Executive produced and hosted by me, Rebecca Cunningham, and theme music by Eli Denby-Wood and Amy Geisbers Van Wyke. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And remember... I believe in you. Be an